0: Welcome back to another episode of the Wretched Ramblings podcast, presented to you by Flawless Noises Media. I'm one third of your host, Jeremy. I go by Black Dante on Twitter. That's all I got. And making her try return. Come on, Kelly.
1: Not for long, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized I got an, I'm gonna need some more PTO, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Hey everybody, I hope that I was missed uh, while I was traveling for work and being a hot girl on the weekends. Uh, We got quite a few shows to cover, so I'm not finna drag it out with any AKAs as usual. Come on, Beyonce.
2: What up? Curtis in the house. I don't have no AKAs either, so let's get the announcements out the way real quick so that we can cover all 67 shows. That we will be covering today. (laughs) So the winners of the summer giveaway will be announced on the next episode. By the time you guys hear this, it will be too late to enter. So hopefully you already did. If not, I guess you'll have to wait for the next giveaway that we do. If we do one, or you could just go to the store and purchase a shirt. That would also be very helpful for reasons. In addition to that, we now have a voicemail. So, I made a voicemail for the network. It is through Google Voice. So, you still have a three-minute limit on the voicemail, which honestly I like cause don't,
1: because don't because listen don't don't do that don't don't okay. send
2: us no
0: full. I'm i I'm gonna be
1: honest. Three minutes is a lot. Mm-hmm. Three minute three minutes is a lot. Ninety seconds if. You respect our agency and our, our autonomy here at Ratchet Ramblings. You you will not have us listening to three-minute voicemails because you understand it probably it won't get listened to all the way through. So 90 seconds, in yeah. and out. We love y'all so much. Thank you. Yeah.
2: Exceptions might be made if you are like on a real roll and on a tangent with a good, nice dragging. But we don't know y'all like that, so we don't know who has the capability. So... Try to keep it around 90 seconds. We love you so much, as Candace said. Last and not least, I just wanted to take a minute to give a shout out to the new Ratcheteers that have been coming through and following on the social media pages. Like we've been getting new followers on Twitter and on Instagram, a few new likes of the Facebook page. So, shout out to y'all. We do acknowledge we see y'all coming through, y'all tipping through. Welcome to the den of inequities
1: (laughs) welcome
2: (laughs) i hope you know what you signed up for (laughs) the table of trash i tell you what because that is exactly what this is okay we are the legion of draggings
1: Yes, and we are reunited, and it feels so good because a lot of you motherfuckers gonna get dragged today, and that's just what it is. <laughs> we do not apologize in advance. We wish a lot of y'all on on these five shows the very worst in life because you deserve it. Energy. And with that said, energy. <laughs> with the, listen, with that said. come
2: on Michelle let's
1: go ahead (laughs) ahead and get beyond the pole
2: okay that's correct beyond
0: the pole season 1 episode 4 up your game speaking of somebody that needs to get dragged Stormy beloved let me tell you you
2: something Leatherface.
1: this bitch is still (laughs) up to no good
0: well here she don't get good so of course she up to no good friend
2: all I got for Stormy is that she comes across so anti stripper Like, she literally sounds like a nigga that's anti-black. The way she talks to these girls, the way she talks about girls that are still stripping, it just gives me anti-stripper. It gives me, I'm off the pole, and all you bitches is is trash for still being on the pole. I got all these millions. Why y'all can't be like me? It was like, girl, you can't simultaneously, in one breath, say, I'm where I am because I started on the pole, and then be judging people that's still on the pole. How does that work?
0: It does not work. And she swears she got all the answers. Like in this episode, she starts off by visiting uh, LaBrie, who got has a new place for her uh, boutique. And immediately, Brie says, you know, I, part of my demographic is going to be, you know, the strip girls. Because, you know, they whenever I do my little pop-ups, they come out, they show me little this, that, and the third. And immediately, Storm is like, oh, girl, they ain't going to support you. That shit fake. They ain't going to support you. First of all, how the fuck do you know that? Second of all, girl, shut the fuck up. Why is it that every time one of these Girls has an idea has a dream you have to come and shut it down with your negativity but then be the first one to say that you don't have, like no negativity bitch i can't tell
2: i'm so positive i squirt juice, and it's like
1: girl i'm positive that you a negative bitch if, like <laughs> if that's the, where we at
2: the negativity you looking motherfucker jumped out
1: I, w- I would like to see the receipts on her previous stripping career because i'm having a hard time believing Believing that someone that used to strip for a living um, is this anti-stripper, this uh, sex negative and all of this other shit. Like, I just have a hard time believing it because either that or you are just severely mentally handicapped because you couldn't. I don't get it. I don't get your energy. So that y'all can do it with your clothes on. Girl, it's not even that deep for real. And... I don't know what type of stripper whisperer you think you trying to be always treating these girls like shit, but we'll pass.
3: Listen, we really will.
1: We will take a rain check on you, bitch. Yes, Mm.
2: we will be taking a rain check, Stormy Von Zant. We don't want it.
0: You you took the words out of my mouth, Curtis. She definitely gives me a bitch named Rhonda energy. Definitely. And the fact that, girl, this is episode four. That shit that happened at your house, air quote, Happened in episode two. Why the fuck you still talking about Lily, girl? She
3: ain't worried about you. At all.
2: That's why she's Mm. still talking about her. Mm. Because Stormy used to ruffling people feathers and she think that that means that that makes her a better businesswoman and a better bitch because she quote unquote tells it like it is. Girl, shut the fuck up. The only reason you still doing that shit is because you probably haven't gotten your ass beat, but you keep it up and that might change (laughs) Mm.
3: and i'm gonna
2: be in full support of it if someone beat your ass on this show because the way you talk to people the disrespect that you give
0: is gonna be the hands that they gave to your face
2: okay the disrespect that you give will lead to the hands that you deserve bitch Mm. and that's that on that that is that on that um
0: speaking of one of the girls that might put her hands on her um wait before we the- move
2: on i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry mm, go ahead <laughs> come on with it don't stormy kind of look like gizmo
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: gremlin gremlin <sighs> bitch <laughs>
0: You're doing amazing, friend. You're doing amazing. Mm. Speaking of amazing, uh, Don take these girls to a pole class um, so they can all, you know, have, learn better polling techniques because <laughs> immediately by a lot of the girls, all they know how to do is twerk, which, I mean, I'm not mad. Um, And all I have to say is the these pole dancers, I know... You know, maybe not some of y'all that's listening to this podcast, but a lot of people shit on pole dancers, sex workers in general. But let me tell you something: the 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 athleticism and acrobatics that these women have. Listen,
2: I tip my hat because it's truly an art. It really is. Hell, I would go so far to say maybe even a sport because
3: mm-hmm. all Look. of
2: that, like their the core strength that these women have to have to listen. do the shit that they do on these poles listen it's
3: amazing
0: honestly
2: because and meanwhile the the bitches on the show can't eat they can barely pull themselves up the pole so that just gives you an idea of the variety of stripperdom and (laughs) the lack of skills that these women have and that's not to say that they bad strippers but it's levels to the shit it's levels to it because listen
0: lily didn't even and try, Lily was like, "Look, let me crawl to this motherfucker pole and just shake my ass." I, ain't I was confused either. by
2: that. I'm like, "Bitch, you couldn't just walk to the pole; you had to crawl." That don't make no sense, right? <laughs> I'm like, okay, Lily girl, I guess. Yeah, Lily kind of um, weird too sometimes. I, yeah, I, she, that's what yeah. I got for her. You know who Lily remind me of a little bit? Lily remind me of Imani Walker mm. from Married to Medicine, mm. L.A. I
0: can, mm, I can see it. I can see
2: it. I ain't gonna hold you. Actually, they even favor it a little bit.
0: Just yeah, like yeah. if
2: you if you squint one eye and you hit the vape three times and you spin in a circle,
3: then mm-hmm. they, mm-hmm. they kind of mm-hmm.
2: look like each other. But she definitely act like her. But anyway, go on, Jeremy. Hmm.
0: Yeah, but I ain't even gonna hold you, but that was, you know, it was, that was nice. Uh, like I said, I was just in awe of the, of, of the ladies. Um, they took lessons from a woman named White Russian and Mercedes, and they, it was like, it was like pole dancing boot camp, <laughs> and all the girls failed. The yeah. only one that kind of did a little, a little good was uh, LaBrie, but that was about it. Mm-hmm. Um but moving on, uh, Angel Kate goes to see if she can get a butt reduction um, because she had she got surgery when she was 18, and she at this point in her life she just wants to get rid of the shit. Uh, she goes to a doctor, and Diamond's there with her in support. Um, and that doctor basically told her like the injections that you got, they when you get them, that they your body naturally rejects them because they look at them as a, a outside threat. But now at this point, they your immune system is basically used to them so trying to get anything removed now might be dangerous and basically you stuck with the shit now
2: well because this was interesting to me and dom did say that you know she feels like uh angel cake she should should, a and i agree with that but at the same time i think it's interesting that they highlight this because it shows a lot of people that when you get these injections it's not it doesn't it doesn't just sit on top mm-hmm. of your muscle or or the layer of fat or whatever like it works itself the silicone specifically works itself into the muscles and the the flesh that you have so it's not as easy as just going and getting it sucked out because that's what she was saying like oh i thought you could just lipo it out and so he was like that's not how this works like
0: at
3: right, all.
0: right. i was definitely learning because you know so the, I, I agree i'd like that they highlighted that and they showed that because and Angel Kate was just looking sad and she was trying to play it off but she was like god damn and that doctor was like girl you the ass that you got is the ass that you need to sit with unless something serious happens because he has to like so you not having any complications or anything like it's no nothing life threatening that you're going through and she was like no I just want to remove it. he was like well I mean
2: so come on come on, come on it's curious to me that you want solely want to have this removed and you've been wanting this for a while but you didn't do any googles Mm -mm. i thought that that was strange but okay you went to the doctor so you just figured the doctor was going to give you all the information that you wanted but my question is if she was feeling bad like what is the recourse like do they have to literally cut the flesh out? Like, I, like, how do you treat that? I don't know.
0: Good question. Good
2: question. I don't know. Maybe we'll oh, find out I... on here. Maybe we won't. But all, right. all I know is this: and you in for a, <laughs> a, a storm, honey?
0: <laughs> a stormy indeed. Just
2: pray um, that you know you you. Stay the way you are without complications and shit, because, good luck. That's all I got. Yeah, bad luck. She a coward. Mm. Well, this is true.
0: This is true. (laughs) I mean, facts are present. He's
2: he's not wrong. My bad. That Um, came out before I realized what I was saying. (laughs) Oh well. mm. But uh, I don't mean bad luck with your silicone because you could die. But bad luck in everything else. (laughs) Fair. Fair. Uh, Speaking of
0: bad luck. uh, So. mm, So Ling Ling. Girl. Listen.
2: (laughs) I'm not even trying to be funny or make no jokes or nothing Ling Ling, but sweetie, Mm. you have a lot going on. Too much. You have a lot going on. And I feel for you because, you know, it's just the unfortunate truth of the matter some people just have a hard life they they get a raw deal that's true but i just this being on this show seems counterproductive considering all the things that you have going on yeah and it seems right, like gotta, the main way you're going to get out of all this is with life's help. And it's like, but you already knew life, so you didn't need to be. I don't know. I'm. I'm it don't feel right. It's not that it don't feel right. I, I just wonder about the decision making. Like, what is this show offering you in terms of getting beyond the pole that you couldn't get off of the show? but i don't know maybe that's just me no nah, and then the story with the custody of her kid now that s- didn't sound right to me i was 100 percent with I, life like something life. something ain't right like Some, you're not telling something me something is something is going on but she, a- she did have a sad story about all that kind of stuff but
0: it just didn't feel right. It did, somebody just didn't make sense. And that's what life, And that's literally my note on it. And that's what I was going to say and leave it with. Because it just, it don't feel right. It didn't make sense to me. It damn sure didn't make sense to life. He had questions, but he was like, okay, girl. And I'm just going to move on. Because nothing about Ling, like I get it. Like you said, she got a sad story. But some, her being on the show, her story with this custody, it just don't feel right. And I really don't have much outside of that.
2: Yeah. And I'm—I was on the fence with her making the decision not to live in life's second house while she's working for him. Because on the one hand, like I get it, you don't want to be feeling like you owe anybody anything, especially a man, especially a cis head man, especially a cis head black
0: man, and especially a cis black man that's life
2: generous. Well, I don't know anything about life, so I wasn't gonna go that far outside of he being in jail. But I mean that don't mean that he a bad guy. He just a bozo. But <laughs> I, I don't know. Like you being in the position that you're in financially, I think that that would have been a big help to you. But I, again, I understand. So I like I say, I'm on the fence with that. But outside of that, like I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I'm like the checks can't be that great. Being on the show maybe it's the exposure but then later in the episode never mind go ahead jeremy
0: <sighs> but yeah speaking of later on in the episode um labrie goes to meet with this guy called g Visuals for her for her product she wants to do a, a shoot and promote it and um i have to say it looked good um it looked good it seems like this man it seems like he knows what he was doing um, I like the model that she chose to do it with. Um, like I get like she said that she, you know, she's always been the face of her brand, but it's good to include someone else. And I like the decision. I think both of them look good, and I actually like the product. LaBrie seems to, you know, despite whatever negative shit Stormy has to say, it seems like LaBrie really got her shit together, to me.
2: Seemingly. We'll We'll reserve judgment. But she seems to be the one that is in drama the least because she's around the least. Mm -hmm. Like she she's very season eight Tammy Roman for the most part. Minus the attempts at um, reconciliation, which led to more shade and mess. But she LaBrie is minding her business. She over there in her own world doing her own thing. This is what a boss does. Let me hold on, let me post up, even though it may not be coming back. <laughs> For you raggedy bitches on Mm-mm. Chasing Atlanta. This is what it looks like <laughs> to make boss moves. We can see shit actually happening. Okay. And she she had a very nice painting detail on that accent wall. It wasn't even um wallpaper allegedly which and stormy was judging wall i don't like stormy let me let me stand up in full disappointment disapproval and hate (laughs) i do not like stormy girl you are a bitch god damn you are a bitch from the top of your motherfucking feathered whatever that shit is on your head to the bottom of your feet that may or may not have red bottoms you are a bitch through and through that shit is in your cells is all the way down into your bone marrow and I don't know what you got going on. I know you've been through a lot, but that does not excuse the person that you are. You are a bitch. And I don't say that with love. I'm not saying that jokingly because we call people bitches on this show all the time. And we don't really mean that shit. Stormy, I mean that shit. You are a bitch. <laughs> to your core. And you need your your, you soul. deserve your throat chopped. That's what I have to say on that. But congratulations, Labrie. I like what's going on, and I'm interested to see more. And LaBrie is fine as hell. Like, goddamn, yes. that is a stallion. She is thick than yes. a bitch, golly.
0: Yes, thick thick as three-day-old grips, my
2: lord. And she seems sweet. Yeah. Not like super, super sweet, but sweet like, you know, I, I'm i living my life. I don't bother nobody, and I don't expect to be bothered. So I like that about LaBrie.
0: Yeah, I definitely do. But, yeah, yeah I, I loved her shoot, and it looked very good and um uh, i can i can see that flourishing you know uh, granted you know with the white people around her but yeah far, far like this and not listening gotta, to stormy <laughs> listen not listening to stormy not listening to storm because i can definitely see like that she was very cute i can definitely see some stripper girls Needing that because you know we were talking about this in the pregame, especially for the, the 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 industry that they in who wouldn't why wouldn't they want to support her and get some cosmetics and shit to help yeah. them for the day profession like Stormy girl
2: like I, with the right mm-hmm. marketing and with the right price points, I think that it could be lucrative if she I don't want to say caters to but make sure that the stripper girls know that they are welcome. The opposite yeah. of Stormy's. Um, mindset because stormy is like you don't need to deal with them stripper bitches at all you need to think bigger than that and it's like okay but everybody got to start somewhere and Mm -hmm. most of us when we start a business what do we do we tailor and we cater to the people around us to help us get established before we start marketing to bigger audiences as an alleged millionaire i don't understand why stormy was taking that approach i'm i don't know like i got a lot of questions about stormy's business acumen because she just she come across as a hater in every aspect like and she only <laughs> respects you if you making these big ass humongous moves and it's just like because everything is backhanded with her like even she couldn't even just give Labrie a flat out congratulations everything was backhanded oh they're not gonna support you it's like just because you might have done something that didn't garner stripper support that don't mean Labrie is not And it also made me wonder, let me get this out. It also makes me wonder what kind of bitch you was back in the day. Because maybe you didn't get support from the stripper girls because you was being a bitch to them like you are now. Because, girl. I would like to know your track record. How many ass whoopers have you taken? Because I just don't believe that you were stripping with the attitude that you have and you didn't catch a stiletto to the face at least one time. Now, maybe you can fight you. I don't know. You got a lot of bark, so I'm on. I don't know if you can fight or not, but if you had that attitude when you were stripper when you were stripping, then I can see why the other girls would not have supported your efforts to get off the pole. Stupid Correct. bitch.
0: Correct, old banjo kazooie ass hacker stormer girl. Fuck you. But anyway, but yeah, shout out to debris. Uh, moving on. Speaking of somebody that's trying to do something, dime. Uh, mm. Saddam has this meeting with this wig consultant that Stormy hooked up with. Uh, She invites Laney, and Laney doesn't show because she is two hours late. Laney need her
2: ass beat, and that's all I'm gonna say on that.
0: They ain't gonna blame it on the lane traffic, girl. You need your ass beat, Laney. Need your wig slapped because it it, well your wig already looks slapped because it's rarely on your head. But anyway, that's neither here nor there.
2: That's why you look like one of Bowser's children now, Laney. Mm. Doing fuck shit like this. The other thing Mm. on this scene that stuck out to me, it makes me wonder and question Stormy's connections. Mm. Because Dom was like, okay, so you have not worked with children. You don't have any information to give me about children's wigs outside of getting the right size mannequin head, whatever they call it, which is common sense. And so what's her name? Dom was like Dom Dom was like, I mean, this is cute or whatever, but this is not anything that I didn't already know. Like you and she was asking like you can tell Dom is about her business because she was asking the hard hitting questions like, I'm worried about like the sensitivity of the children's scalps because of the diseases that they have. What right. kind of hair can they have? I want it to look natural. And the, the lady didn't really have anything for her. She was just like, I mean, I ain't never done
0: it, but I'm quite sure it's the same. Well, it was like, no, she's literally is telling you that it, it's, it's probably
2: not beloved. Biologically, it's not the same. It's children with with terminal diseases. Right. And alopecia, I don't think it's terminal. But you know what I mean? Like, it, it's yeah. not the same. I thought that that was... If you were going to hook somebody up with somebody, I would have expected Stormy to hook Dime up with someone that could give her information specifically about what she's trying to do and not just some generic wig making because she can learn that anywhere if we're going right. to be honest. So that makes me question Stormy's uh, connections and, I, and that's not to say that she didn't have the right connection, but, it, like, I don't know, like, the, the assignment that you did, having Dom go up there and meet with this lady, I thought that that was real strange, and she didn't really get anything out of it. You
0: nope, know, she was like, I ain't gonna call it a waste of my time, but it really was a waste of my time.
2: Even more uh, so since this, Laney's ass was so fucking late.
0: Listen... Then gonna show, then Lainey gonna show up afterward, and And I was like, girl, I know you fucking lying. <laughs> sure. And like her excuse was, her excuse was, I mean, my, I'm sorry. I was just late because of traffic. Girl, you need your. Mm. <sighs> First of mm. all,
2: Lainey, you talk like Fantasia. Mm. Second of all, you a You a liar because you're not going to sit there and tell me that you was two hours late because of traffic. Because if the traffic was that bad and it took you two hours to get there, that means you left late, mm. which means you had no intentions of getting there on time in the first fucking place. Mm. And and we talked about this, like you said in the pregame, and I'm I'm a repeat it. It's different when you are late and you're meeting up with like your friends or something, and it's and you're meeting up in a business situation yes how you show up two hours late when somebody's supposed to be showing you some shit that you trying to do because that was more so for laney than dom to be honest and she missed the shit being late like i don't get that it's the same thing with robin in in potomac y'all be so late that y'all miss everything that shit is not cute being late here and there is one thing but you perpetually late to the point where you miss everything that you're going for why waste your time stay home got right. people waiting for your ass and shit done embarrassed dom and stormy being late missed the whole thing that shit is embarrassing that shit is not fucking cute nope absolutely anyway. not
0: um and but we wrapping up and then speaking of laney she go to therapy and i'm gonna be honest i can Kinda of didn't care after she pulled that stunt with the being two hours late thing. I don't even Not remember really.
2: her going to therapy, so that tells you everything you need to know about I don't even remember that part.
0: Now, granted, it was some heavy stuff. She revealed some demons, but at seeing how she showed her ass being let purposefully late, I didn't care. So, that is on beyond the pole episode four. Up your Gra- up your game.
3: Okay.
1: Well child just uh, on the leaving note still fuck you stormy <laughs> fuck you. child i do not like you like you quickly becoming one of the best worst villains on in our lineup right now because bitch you do a lot so on our way out fuck you as we head on over to compton dumb bitch <laughs> Ooh.
0: Speaking of dumb bitches,
1: uh, Big Fish. Listen, I we discussed this in the pregame, and maybe we get what you're trying to do—trying to build the storyline up, show us how hard it is to get a shop open and everything. But get to the, by the time, yeah, by the time you actually get to it, we're not going to care, and that puts Damn y'all so in the that puts y'all in the awkward position. Mm. Because I'm not saying like we the shit out here, but we kind of is the shit and people take our suggestions to heart. Just like when we told folks we was off the love and hip-hop franchise for now, they was like, cool, what are we watching now? Yep. Don't get put in that same category. Please. Mm-hmm. Okay, Y'all
0: playing. Y'all playing Cause games.
1: Y'all playing. First of all, permit this whole thing with the permits and i'm not i wasn't upset at it because y'all sit government officials city government officials y'all be some motherfuckers because i just know how aggravating it is when you got to go to the dmv or when you gotta uh try to get a birth certificate or a social security card Matter of fact, it's hell to change your name after you get married. Like, they want you to come into the social security office. You can't do it online. You got to come into the social security office, bring the form, bring your marriage license, bring your social security card, and bring your birth certificate. And then you got to let them have it, and they'll mail it back to you. Are y'all fucking stupid?
0: Yeah, they love playing in the folks' face. So I get that part. However...
1: I get that. Like, I understand the permits was hard and shit, but I, when you opening up a business, get people who know what the fuck is going on with the permits. Bad part. The average, typical, everyday person, whether they want to open a business or not, typically you need some help figuring out the permits and shit like that. Especially when you doing all this remodeling and knocking down walls and all that kind of other shit. I do agree with the little uh, ugly motherfucker who swear he got so many connections I do agree that you dropped the ball there.
3: Yeah, I agree you with should, him. He
1: you should have been. Much, but I agree with you. And then to be trying to handle the permits five days before you opening up. <laughs> Niggas. Am I the asshole? Because I feel like that's something you probably should look into before you get within seven days of a brand new business opening.
0: Nah, I believe the assholes is the ones playing on face, friend
2: um i don't 100 percent know on that because with construction and all that kind of stuff like timing is everything and there's certain things that you might need a permit on that you can't get until certain things are done which is why scheduling and construction is so important because you might need to get stuff done in order to get the permit so that you can do the next thing or it's an overall permit so you may not yeah. be able to get the permit until everything is done. My thing is you, my, my issue with that is KP basically ready to give up. Like you've come this far. They redlined your permits, which means make the changes that you need to make, figure out what you need to do and get your permits. Like that's all part of construction, but this nigga's is ready to give up. So I did agree with what's his name? Uh,
0: Lemieux. Lamir.
1: Yeah. Lamir. He,
2: he looked
0: like L- L- ugly.
2: He looked like.
0: And, and you know,
1: and I, I still agree with Lemire in the fact that, like you said, like, you know,
2: he should have had the right being, person handling being, that.
1: Yeah. Being, you know, being in, seeing this stuff up close and personal, you're absolutely right. Timing is everything. Uh, you know, knowing what the critical path is, is everything. But like, get the motherfuckers who know how this should work. That's not you, sweetheart, mm-hmm. and it's taking nothing away from you but at the at the bottom of it all, you're a tattoo artist, so no, it's not expected that you know every everything about permits. However, whoever was coming in doing the construction on the shop, I guarantee you they know, and had you sat down and had to talk with them, okay, like so what's our critical path? what's the deal, How, what do we got to do so that everything is up to code and got more permits, and I guarantee you they would have told you everything you needed to know
2: mm-hmm. so it struck me as he doesn't have a construction manager, yeah, it, it gave it, it me sh- that he was hiring people to do specific w- things but he doesn't have say, someone that has the overall knowledge,
1: everything seemed to be a la carte, you know like <laughs> you got a hook up here that's coming <laughs> in, <the> plumbing, <laughs> you know a nigga you know, a nigga around the street that could come up and do the electrical. And, you know, like you said, like, it doesn't seem like he got with a reputable construction company and then that construction company helped may have helped him streamline, you know, good contractors for the plumbing, the electrical and so on and so forth. He just had his hands in every pot and there was nobody central to the situation. I was like, okay, we got, the electrical and the plumbing taken care of, let's get it inspected so we can get the permit handled. You know what I'm saying? Like, And so that's why I agree with Lamir. Like, yeah, fam, you didn't sit down with your team and consult and figure out what was what, and now it's showing because your grand opening is in four days and you don't have no fucking permits. And now you sitting around here stomping and moping and slapping papers down. We don't give a fuck about none of that. How are we going to get this accomplished? Yep. And Lemire, Lemire wasn't with all that fucking crying. He like, bro, either figure it out or I'm up out of here. I'm not going to do all this finger pointing and what's what. Let's figure out how to get this shit taken care of. Utilize the team that you have built around you or leave motherfuckers alone.
2: Yeah, I do agree with that. Because had you opened your mouth, you would have found out that you had a resource right there in your shop. And this goes back to, and and maybe it's a testament to where they live and the kind of upbringing that they had, that they don't have this level of common sense. But us having a different background, we know, because I know basically KP is like a project manager. Project managers do not know ev- how to do everything on a project. No. What they do no. know how to do is coordinate the people that know how to do stuff to get it done kp does not have that talent and so he absolutely should have taken care of the stuff outside of this like meeting with the gangs and doing all of that shit i commend him for that because that's street knowledge that someone else let me speak for myself that i may not have have had i may not have thought to do that But as far as the business, the construction side, you definitely should have hired someone to handle that. It's the first shop in Compton. It's your first whatever foray into everything. I don't understand why you tried to take so much on yourself. And then when shit start going sideways, you about to throw a goddamn hissy fit in the shop. I didn't I didn't get that like that bad leadership skills being displayed not to say that he can't step it up and be a better leader because we've seen that happen look at ryan henry Mm. yeah started from the bottom and now he's here
1: yeah it's not out the realm of possibility that he will run that shop you know efficiently but until the shop is over open everything outside of that you need to have the proper resources because you're not that nigga Nope, And uh, that's just that on that And so I mean it it took a black woman to come in And save the day as Curtis pointed out In the pregame and get the permits And shit handled But if you had done that from the very fucking start It wouldn't have came down To the wire with it So I mean I'm not putting I, I don't have high hopes for how Efficiently he will run this shop um but i'm not gonna count it out yet so i guess we'll see that's kind of where i'm at with it if we know how these black ink shows go we know that for the first several seasons they run their fucking shops in the ground until they have an epiphany that they need to do better then they have to start over and rework every you know we
2: we've we've seen seen this
1: we've we've seen it so Mm -hmm. speaking of being down
2: to the wire let me interrupt you real quick friend I just have to issue this week's fuck you to the Brumfields. I am so sick of these ugly Mm -hmm. fucking pictures. Oh, Don, your wife is ugly. What the fuck? Like, she mad ugly. She ugly when she smiles. She ugly when she don't smile. She ugly when her hair done, when it's not done.
0: She ugly when she exists. God
1: mm. damn, that is unfair. Y'all not about to, y'all not about to reel me in with this one. <laughs> fuck y'all. <laughs> I didn't even realize.
2: I didn't say that for that reason. I was just scrolling Instagram.
3: <laughs>
2: I'm not
1: like, playing. I-I. But shout out to you, Mm-mm.
2: growth. Anyway,
1: it's not even carpet. growth. My bad. I just fuck her. <laughs> you. Hmm. Are... Mm -hmm. speaking of uh i'm not gonna lie i really did not give a fuck about what barbie had going on with her mom i was just kind of like okay (laughs) yep
2: been there done that i i can relate but i ain't really it's not it didn't make you endearing to me or anything like that at all I'm just like, okay, another
0: another one with mama issues. Okay, cool. Move on.
2: This is So this is yeah. one of those things where it's like, you know how we always, after the fact of like, man, I wish they would have presented this good element of the person early. I feel the opposite with this shop. I want to see who got hands. I want to see who going to be arguing, who going to have mess and drum? I don't, these little I don't wanna, pains that y'all doing, I don't care about this.
0: I don't want to see y'all humanity. I want to see y'all
2: mess. Show me the humanity in season three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, beat some ass in season one and two. That's what I want. That's what I'm here for. Because let me tell you something. Just because we just picked it up, that don't mean we above cutting it. Because so, it's starting off rough. It's just slow. It's not necessarily slow. It's starting off.
1: That's the problem. Exactly. It's not starting off. You like? uh, I, I understand. You. I don't understand it. Because you could have... You could have incorporated these aspects of their personal lives uh, without separating it from when the shop is actually open. That's my problem with it. We could have gotten these backstories. We could have seen Kyla Pratt and KP's relationship, uh, and so on and so forth, without it being like the first three episodes of the season. And That's kind of a waste of time because I truly... Do not care about Barbie's mom being a deadbeat and reaching out to her again again we've seen we've seen this we've seen this on a on a black ink truthfully so I mean for God's sake, Sky is the deadbeat mom, so like we've seen this scenario <laughs> we didn't we didn't need to separate it out uh Lemire again, my heart goes out to you and your girlfriend or whatever she is your ride or die or whatever you calling her. Hope the baby is healthy as possible. Uh, but keep your family business and your family. We, we want your mess. Yeah, the stuff about your pregnancy, your child's sickness, we hate to hear it. Uh, but we didn't come here for that. Okay? We didn't. And that's really all that happened in Compton. And if, at this rate, uh, Compton is going to be gone.
2: Mm. Before we move on, is the voodoo doll and the what's the nigga name? Ink the dripping. Yeah, are they fucking? Yeah.
1: seems like it.
2: Cause she was like, Let me show you all the whips and chains that excite me. That nigga was like, Oh shit. <laughs> hmm She she
0: pulled with a princess, how princess did Ray J. And that nigga was here for it, so yeah, they yeah. fucking.
2: And they did get to like a I don't know if that was a grand opening. They had some kind of party. The shop, I will say, once it was done, looked nice. Yeah, I agree. But now I want y'all to fight. <laughs> yeah, Like, this it is season nice. one. We can, we can wish for y'all's growth and humanity later. Give us right the Right now, we need y'all. Right now, we need y'all to add the ass. Yes. And Lemire looks like... Have y'all ever seen those renderings on like Tumblr when they be like, this is what the Lion King characters would look like if they were human? Curtis. okay.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Mm.
0: You never disappoint, friend. Well done.
2: (laughs) Well done. Let's go to New York. Mm. Uh,
1: Caesar. Speaking of the ghetto. Welcome to New York where motherfuckers don't know their place at work. (laughs) <laughs> First But before we get to that We just want to send our heartfelt condolences To Kitty on the loss of her mom Yes um, I'm sure that you know Was an incredible loss That you didn't expect to come so quickly um, You know And our heart goes out to you um, But girl You still got some stupid fucking coworkers Back in New York And I just Um mm. Mm. so first and foremost, young Bay
0: speaking of both,
1: stop taking your relationship problems out on everybody at the shop, as we said, Kitty's mom passed away, so in the next you know in this episode, which I'm sure was shot over the course of some weeks or whatever, maybe even a month, Kitty is not in the shop; she's back home in d c in the d m v area, um you know grieving, handling you know business as it pertains to her mom. In the meantime, Puma brings in a new employee who will help uh coordinate and plan events as it pertains to more than likely Black Ink 113th and uh Art to Ink. If you, if I'm thinking about this correctly, he didn't mention Art to Ink, but it's only natural that since he hired her, she'll be Between both places. Yeah. He's going to cover all his bases. Young Bay has a fucking meltdown. Talking about you trying to replace Kitty. That's insensitive. That's fucked up. First of all, Kitty was never supposed to be the event coordinator. All right. She was a brand ambassador for 125. Not for Black Ink One Thirteenth. Remember, Kitty had very little to do with Black Ink One Thirteenth when she first was introduced to the show. She was only working at the more upscale shop with the much better tattoo artists. When Sky and uh, Mel started flip flopping and quitting and coming back and leaving and etc., then Kitty stepped in and helped out with Black Ink 113. But her original job title and position was only for that shop on 125. Mm. Period. So, no. Nobody is trying to fire Kitty. Her job is not in jeopardy, period. Because she shouldn't even be down here at this ghetto fucking shop to begin with.
0: Well, not only that, but the only reason Kitty was doing extra work and jobs is because nobody else in that fucking shop was doing any goddamn thing. Talk about it. I ain't seen Tati do no work yet. Tati the VP
1: of operations and I ain't seen this bitch get one operation up and running yet. Mm. I don't know what the fuck Teddy fat ass do besides try to fuck the bitches in the shop. Mm. Which, since we hear it, let's stop and talk about it. Is there not pussy outside of the shops in Harlem? Are there not bitches who want to fuck you that don't work with you? Or watch you sit on that fucking couch all day? Because you don't do no fucking work. What is your fucking problem?
0: Like, is this is this something that Big Fish tells him to do each season? Like, fuck on whoever is going to be the new hire in the shop because if because if so, Big Fish, y'all need y'all motherfucking ass beat. Because let me tell I'm so you, I'm tired one thing.
1: of him saying, and he gonna say we both attractive people. Where,
0: aren't, where I I well, I was gonna say I would like to see it, but no, I wouldn't. Teddy, go to hell.
1: I'm waiting for Curtis to come in and talk about his shapewear. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you was about to like, say that, too. I'm leaving you the space to come in and discuss <laughs> this girdle he had on the whole episode. And you could you could tell when the motherfucker just wearing shapewear and haven't really been committing to the working out because their face still be real fat, but their body look a little slimmer.
2: Face fat, <laughs> body smooth. Help me understand. Mm, how, that, how does that teddy. work? I know you had some shapewear on all the way up. It, it was it was a wife beater shapewear too, all the way up to your goddamn shoulder. You was too <laughs> smooth, but them titties were still poking. Them them titties were still playing peekaboo.
1: Listen,
2: fuck you, teddy okay. <laughs> You don't do peek-a-boo. no fucking work. Teetaboo. The, the fact that you <laughs> the fact that you were using <laughs> your black ink checks to buy shapewear but want to be fucking on everybody in the in the motherfucking shop i'm i'm tired
1: i'm very tired i listen you are still bad built in the motherfucker i don't care how many waist trainers waist cinchers myrtles mantis whatever whatever okay those middies is telling the whole story okay you still Still fat, and you still don't have no options outside of shop pussy. You are very sad, and we wish you nothing but the worst, along with you, young babe. Because, bitch, imagine thinking you could tell your motherfucking boss who they can and can't hire. Kitty, not here. Mm-hmm. She on bereavement. If this girl, it was come, if she was brought in as a brand ambassador alongside kitty so fucking what we talking about c's who got how many shops now
2: Mm, four
1: new orleans atlanta orlando and the two in new york five shops Uh, mm
3: -hmm.
1: five shops he could afford to have two brand ambassadors honestly and truly this
0: ain't
2: no highlander shit yeah
1: yeah not only that but
2: if we if we roll back the beautiful bean memory then we know y'all events never go off without a hitch it's always fuck shit at every event why would you not want a seasoned event coordinator working in the shop maybe then y'all could have an event without people getting their asses beat at the end of the night Maybe okay. then y'all could have events when y'all trying to fundraise and actually make some fucking money. Because I ain't forgot y'all tried to do that fundraiser for Walt and made $600 and he needed 6000 mm. Wasted all that fucking money on a party and made no money. Maybe mm. if you had a real event coordinator, you would have been able to achieve your goal. So yes young bay is fuck you and go to hell because you taking out your frustrations with rob and your mom because your mom was like i'm not about to be a part of the fuck shit girl i'm going yes. back to i'm going back to what is it taiwan or korea. korea korea i'm korea. going back to korea good luck Look, with nico
0: <laughs> send me pictures of my grandchild but Girl, I ain't finna be bothered with this you, shit.
1: You didn't have no problem with motherfuckers jobs being taken when your mammy was trying to uh get her paper up. Mm-hmm. When she was coming in there to help with uh with Toki. Mm. On Toki's off days, you ain't had no problem then. <laughs> and, did you? Speaking of, and, and speaking, speaking of that, were not you just at Kitty's neck last
0: season for saying something sideways about your mama?
2: Well,
1: so I am confusing, young bae. I
2: don't you know if that one. would... Because they did make up last season, too. So I
1: wouldn't... Yeah, they made up. And I, I don't have no problem up. with it. But you just going mighty hard for no reason. Because you miserable because you and Rob split up. Mm. Well, the, here's the thing. Didn't nobody tell you go get pregnant three months into y'all relationship? Mm. Mm. And then try to make it work in a one-bedroom apartment because y'all couldn't afford two and y'all ain't had no fucking space. Then invite your mama to come out and never ran it by him while your mama was up here running up credit cards and shit. That ain't none of our problem. Handle handle home at home, sweetheart. Don't be taking shit out on the motherfuckers who trying to make the shop a better place to work at. I really do. I can say in the past, I both I thought both C's and Puma was some fucking bozos, and the women they was fucking at the time was some bozos too. But I am liking the way that Puma is doing business back at Black Ink. Yeah. One, he's he's soaking up the game so that he could further his own individual shop. He's getting fifty percent of the profit coming in for Black Ink One Thirteen. And he has reforged his broken friendship with one of his childhood friends. Puma having a winning season is so far. So, so far. Because we don't know what's in store. But currently, I do like the way that Puma does business. I like that he's thinking ahead. Black Ink 113 ain't never been booked in all the years we've seen it on TV. Puma come back in, start making shit shake. And now they booked out months in advance.
0: Mm -hmm. And I like that C's is stepping back and allowing him to do what he's doing.
1: He need to. The stupid motherfucker need to. Yeah. He definitely need to. I'm not saying that C's don't deserve the success he has, but he could definitely learn how to be a better business owner. Mm -hmm. Because we've seen disarray in several of his shops.
3: Mm. -hmm. Especially this one.
1: Fucking on the employees, you know, not making sure people's, the way that they actually tattoo is, is a certain quality. This is all shit that Puma is doing as is evidenced by some of the newer artists that he brought into the shop. So again, young bae girl, go, go go talk to a therapist Believe us alone yep. with all that bullshit
2: and you lucky you still got a job puma was very nice because i would have fired your ass on the spot you get in my face screaming at me like that you're no longer welcome on these premises you can collect your things and you can bounce end of yeah, story because, listen you and if you want to fight mama. i'm calling the police bitch Just kim listen, g in jail m- that's what it's gonna be all right
1: Your mama gone, your nigga gone, and your job is finna be gone if you don't shut the fuck up talking to me. That part. Get get your priorities together, child. Don't nobody give a fuck about none of that, and I'ma be honest with you. And furthermore, speaking of... uh, Kitty and C's were never in a relationship. Okay? They was fucking. And when... C's refused to commit to kitty. Kitty got the fuck on smart woman. Would it be even smarter if you didn't start fucking your boss, but we're not going to get into the semantics of yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they haven't been fucking or sexually active or dating or anything of the sort for at least two seasons. Now he had absolutely no obligation to fly to DC to go to that woman's funeral. Uh, we are I'm glad that he chose to come. But in the real world, how many of our bosses would fly to another city to come to a funeral for somebody close to us? If it was in New York, sure. If my boss ain't getting on the plane to come to Ohio, uh, if my grandma passed away. I'ma just tell you now. Yeah, like
2: I get it, they're trying to sell this whole it's not like working in the office like we're a family type thing. But y'all not and
1: y'all not and it's a, at the end of the day it's a job and he's our boss and he's only going to be able to make so much shake and when he said that he couldn't make it because his plate was full that should have been a decision that his workers respected matter of fact it shouldn't have been a conversation period once once donna or whoever or tati Gay sees the funeral details that should have been in the conversation However, he wanted to, if he wanted to send a floral arrangement, if he wanted to let Kitty know, he sent his condolences and he sent some flowers or a plant, but he can't make it because between, you know, being the, the custodial parent at the moment while his baby mama is having some plastic surgery to trim them gums up and some other shit being booked 6 months out and shit with the shops going on. Yeah, I absolutely understood why C's wouldn't have been able to make it to that funeral. I get it. Um, but again, another C's could use a class in running a business 101 cuz I'm not going to argue with you about my business.
0: Yeah, I agree with all that, but even I was annoyed with the performance on his part too, with all of it, because we knew he was going to go to that fucking funeral regardless, so I was like, all y'all can get the fuck on playing. I
1: mean, face. even if he wasn't, he ain't have to explain it to people that work for him, and I, that's kind of where I'm at with with Donna and Tati, is like you don't have no boundaries for these motherfuckers that's working for you, and it keeps slapping you in your face you would think you would learn by now but you both are not, you're neither as smart nor as attractive as Ryan Henry. So I understand why you're going to keep failing. Yep. Because currently Ryan don't play with their motherfuckers. There are specific boundaries that he is not crossing when it comes to the new 9 mag. He don't play with them folks. He ain't trying to be too friendly with them goddamn folks. They ain't partying and all kind of shit and stuff. Like if you had to take a page out of somebody's book, it should be his like you really need to tighten up on your employees cuz you give them far too much rope and i would they all could hang behaving oh, shit. the way he don't hang
0: yourself so i mean i mean bo- a bozo running bo- bozo so you know
1: speaking of um he also i don't know i'm um, i don't know i can't question his parenting but he he overreacted real bad to that outfit yeah like i typical typical typical, typical misogyny i was like the outfit was cute you couldn't see shit she had on a little bra or whatever it was not that deep like
2: i just keep thinking on that like because we've already seen this with your daughter can you come up with something else because (laughs) we've seen this element of your fatherhood with your daughter your parenting Show us something else. Like your daughter seems like she can't really stand you, but she's a better actor than you. So she act like she loves you sometimes. But uh, to me, it just seems like they they just there for a check. Your baby mama is uh, mm. having her jaw reconstructed so that she can feel pretty.
0: Even though that ain't never gonna happen because she ain't never gonna be pretty. But you know, I mean, well. you
3: still
2: gonna look like Eva A. Smith. So. Mm. It's mm. just like, like I said before, See, you don't need your family on this show. Like, this we adds don't. literally nothing to the programming nothing. experience.
1: It's nothing. Like, the best part of it was uh, me getting to see your assistant, uh, who, uh, I ain't gonna lie, I was, he seems like a really cool person. Um... And then, taking it back into the shop or whatever uh they have a bisexual tattoo artist who wouldn't hold no punches with na motherfucker nope he w- was not trying to cover it up, he was not trying to hide it. He was like, "I'm open to all options. I'm bisexual, and what's up uh i was i I am shocked, as I've said in our group chat in our pregame, that Seize is not homophobic. Just because he's such a shitty person in general, I low-key was like, uh, I'm not going to be shocked if the if the homophobia jumps out. And Curtis made a good point that we saw Kevin in the shop, who Kevin, um, he not that he was in the closet, but when he was on the show, he came out fully to his dad, And then he he took his talented ass to greener pastures with better tattoo artists. Yes, he did. Hey, boo. Hey, Kevin. Um, But even still, you know, working, seeing C's work so closely, like his assistant being gay. And from what we see in the recording, um, the level of respect is still there. And he wasn't all weird and squeamish. Y'all straight men know how y'all do when y'all get in the presence of somebody that you know is gay and start acting like you gotta watch yourself because they gonna hit on you and shit. Y'all can stop that. Y'all can. Most
0: most of the time, y'all be ugly.
1: A and lot of ninety nine percent, ninety nine percent of the time, y'all are ugly <laughs> or your attitudes stank or something's just wrong with you in general. You just there's never any reason for you to worry about a gay man hitting on you because y'all don't really be that deal like you think you are. Um, but I I thoroughly enjoyed that aspect of the episode uh, and seeing the 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 bisexual tattoo artist. I can't remember his name. Mike. Eric Mike. Mike. Mike and them going out and hanging out and him, you know, basically telling C's assistant, you don't have to live your life, you know, hidden because he basically he had the story. A lot of gay black men have their parents try to keep them closeted and don't want them to live as who they are. So Mm -hmm. that was cool.
3: Yeah.
1: Well, was there anything else? I mean, the funeral.
2: Yeah, the funeral he was... showed up. Yeah, yeah, we knew he was going to show up. Right. So... I,
1: what the fuck was Donna wearing at that what
2: funeral? What were Donna and Tati wearing? Donna went to the funeral dressed like Serena Williams about to play a match. I was like, what? Why are you wearing a, a, a form-fitting... I don't know what that form-fitting jumpsuit i don't know what the fuck she was wearing bozo well i was like y'all got a lot of fucking nerve doing all this performing about C's not showing up and y'all showed up looking like you just stepped out of motherfucking uh baby's kids fuck out of here
1: and donna Baby, you black bozo. did you donna you didn't have no praying grandma you know of course you ain't don't have a church. praying
0: grandma look at here she
1: donna you ain't go to church as a little girl you no, ain't never honest. been to a you ain't never been to a funeral? Oh she she black and she from Cleveland. She been to church as a little girl. Now. Yeah. I, she been to church as a little girl, but I y'all don't y'all don't have you know no funeral etiquette. Nothing?
2: No no cooth.
1: None. Y'all
0: hussies
1: is trifling. Yeah. Come on, hussies. Yeah, y'all y'all <laughs> hussies is trifling. And I guarantee you them black women that was in that church. Ooh, child. Well, you know they
0: out. Listen, ain't no I
1: would side love, eye like church side eye. I would love to have been the fly on the wall to see all those older black women uh, mortified at what the fuck y'all brought up in the Lord's house. <laughs>
0: Pearls clutched, I tell you what.
1: Just listen, whew, y'all are some bimbos. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm excited for next week only because this is the episode where we found out find out that uh, Tati was in jail for some type of substance abuse. Uh, I can't say she was driving. I don't know what the charges are. But and her options are rehab or something else. So girl, worst of luck to you. The way you showed your ass last season over Teddy, girl. Mm-hmm. You need some dick rehab because you lost your whole shit and subsequently you got a lot of other shit going on if you so far out there that they talking about go to rehab or go to jail me personally i hope you choose jail but i know you won't so fuck you girl
2: i would like for you to choose jail that would be pleasing
1: i would like for the judge to just choose jail for For you you. for you honestly you know what yes just go straight to jail, bitch. Do not pass to go. Do not collect no teddy dick. Do not do nothing. Go to mm. hell. Mm. Um, and on that note, if we gonna, we going to take a... That's fucked up. Oh, well, fuck you, bitch. I don't care. <laughs> fuck um. you,
2: bitch. That is it. That, that is, is it. Yeah. What did I say? Fuck you, flauta. <laughs> I mean, that shit. Yeah, I about
0: to yes. say,
1: shimmy yes. chonga right into a jail cell, bitch.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, also, it's also to Satan, bitch, and die. Damn. Yes. <laughs> Come on, the Satan salsa, salsa. I like it. That's going to be the show t- title. <laughs>
3: Come on, Satan
2: Salsa. I'm yeah. doing a little moves in my chair right now. Y'all can't see.
3: <laughs> i swaying <laughs> my
2: motherfucking hips. <laughs> Listen. Call me Satan.
1: Top- <laughs> Satan a in a sombrero. On that. Listen. Put some, some tapatio on that taco as you head on to jail, bitch. <laughs> you out of here. <laughs> and with that said, we're going to head on into the break. And after the jump, we will be back to finish it off with Basketball Wives in Potomac. Stay tuned.
2: Thank you for supporting the Flawless Noises Media Network. You can visit FlawlessNoises.com for more information on our other wonderful shows. You can also connect with us on social media. Search for at Flawless Noises on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go to FlawlessNoises.com store if you're interested in purchasing some merchandise. And if you really love us and would like some bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. With five and $10 subscription levels, you're bound to hear something you like. Go to Patreon.com slash Flawless Noises for more details. We thank you for taking the time to listen to our shows and supporting your favorite hosts. Please feel free to share with your friends, family, co-workers, and more. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. Hey y'all, we are back. It's time to get into Basketball Wives. So this is Season 8, Episode 11, and we start off seeing o g telling Jackie about all of the things all of the things that happened after that stupid ass court session shit that they did. Phoebe in usual Phoebe fashion had way too much fucking mouth she real reckless about the mouth. I don't understand that like you do a lot of talking and don't really have much to back it up with
0: mm. but that's how I typically go with certain people, though.
2: Yeah. So, of course, you know, Jackie is activated. She's ready to go Super Saiyan, because how dare anybody have anything sideways to say about her, even though she's been spreading shit, starting shit, talking shit the whole fucking season. Mm-hmm. Like, every time some shit come out, Jackie is involved in it in some her way, shape, or form. So, it's like... You can dish it, but you can't handle it, Jackie. Nobody got time for that.
0: That's been Jackie's
2: in most since she's been on basketball while don't, now that I think about it. Yeah, that's fair. So, uh, Jennifer had like a cancer event. It was, it was a, what do you call it? Um, some kind of benefit. I can't remember the word right now. And the only thing that you need to take from that is that Jackie Christie showed up. Literally standing outside of the venue, screaming Phoebe's name, wanting Phoebe to come outside to quote unquote talk like she really pulled up and ruined Jennifer's event. And Jennifer was in the middle of a speech.
0: Mm-hmm. And everybody's looking like, bitch, what are you doing?
2: And Phoebe's like, what's she calling my name for? (laughs) (laughs) Evelyn was like, somebody pull up calling your name like that to come outside. You know what the fuck they calling your name for. Like, don't act brand new, bitch. Mm. And OG comes in trying to convince Phoebe to go out there, which shout out to OG for being messy. Listen. Like, you really gonna come in here and, then and say, somebody call her on that, too, too? I think so, but imagine going in there and being like, girl, ain't nobody finna jump you? Come outside. No,
1: you just wanna talk about And, ex- well. and <laughs> expecting somebody to come outside. Like, bitch, are you stupid? Yeah. First and foremost... <laughs> yes, <you. laughs> first and foremost... OG, listen... Mm. I know that your vagina got wet at the very thought of Phoebe catching some smoke for her mouth but girl if i was phoebe i wouldn't have went out there either i'm listen i'm not about to contribute to fucking up a cancer event for somebody's goddamn mom who passed you hoes are old and stupid y'all are two of the ugliest bitches on this show doing the fucking most. Y'all are, listen, one old ugly bitch and one getting old ugly bitch telling somebody <laughs> to come outside and fight them. Girl, such y'all stupid at a, cancer, at a breast cancer event.
0: Girl. And the fact that everybody keep, t- keep telling them, like, this is not the time place, like, this is for cancer, jackass talking about. I don't give a fuck. Bring the bitch out, OG. T- OG like, I mean, well she had the mouth to say, it. she ought to face the fact. Girl, at a cancer event, what is you doing, you stupid motherfucker?
2: I would just like to point out that OG is in mess mm. and Cece is nowhere around. Mm.
0: Mm. But who 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 is the instigator and manipulator? Mm.
2: Who is the puppeteer?
0: Mm. Mm. Come on for strong, come on
2: quality analysis. Yeah.
0: Mm.
3: That's I just, all the
2: quality you're going to get out this, these bozos.
1: <laughs> I just... A 60-year-old woman hmm. with the tree rings on her neck to prove her age dating is trying to fight outside of a benefit event for a woman whose mom passed away very quickly from breast cancer. Listeners, is that sinking in? Open your pores and let that seep into your soul that a woman as old as Jackie Christie fucked up a memoriam benefit for somebody's mom who died from breast cancer. If y'all don't see how disgustingly vile this woman is at this point, I don't know what to say. I don't want to hear no more pro Jackie Christie nothing. I don't want to see no tweets. I don't want that bitch is stupid. Old and fucking stupid. Mm. Okay?
0: I got a question. Didn't it, it just didn't Jackie have some kind of event where the ladies acted her ass and she got mad? Or my trip Yes.
1: Yes, so, girl, several.
0: Listen. <laughs> Jackie, girl.
1: Listen, nothing Phoebe said about Jackie was so deep that she needed to come and fuck up Jen's event. And y'all know I do not cut for Jen and that missing fucking side tooth bitch. (laughs) But you didn't have to mess up her mom's event. Like, you didn't have to mess up that event that she put together for her mom. Like, I'm so serious. Like, girl. Mm -hmm. And Phoebe, bitch, (laughs) just stop talking. Just stop. Because you don't have the balls to back up nothing you say. So I want you to be quiet here going forward. I want you to learn to shut up because you're a coward. And cowards got to play a coward's position. And that means shutting the fuck up when ain't nobody talking to you. Because you can't fight. You don't have the hands to back up all that mouth. Okay? Mm-hmm. Looking like Fival, Looking like the fucking Road runner.
0: Mm -hmm. she barely got the mouth because you can tell if he be young because all her shit be young stupid people shit that she said i feel
3: it just
2: i feel invigorated by this read like for once it's not me (laughs) 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 i I see why y'all like when i go off so bad i can't it's tingling in my spine
1: that was listen, a beautiful we, read <laughs> i i i listen i had to pick and choose i trying to catch up on these shows i'm not watching no form of love and hip-hop when i got to this event and these bitches was hemming and hawing and carrying on like that i was literally astonished because you bitches are old. Oh, gee.
3: Mm.
1: Baby. Mm. You look like a smoker's lung with a bad wig on. Ouch. If Diddy Kong was a thought. You can't dress. You can't even cultivate mess properly. What I want you to do is continue trying to force the idea of marriage on Kwame's ugly ass. And leave us alone. Because you couldn't even... What, ma- what made you walk into this woman's event? And if you was a real bitch, never, if you was a decent person... You trying, <laughs> try. <laughs> You should have told Jackie that this wasn't the time or the place for that bullshit. Period. period. If if you if you cut for Jackie like you say you do, you should have pulled her motherfucking neck rings to the side and been like, "Bitch, not here, not now. It's inappropriate. Either we going in to support Jen, or we getting the fuck up out of here." Simple as that. But she didn't want it. She just
0: wanted to miss.
2: Mm-hmm. that's why i had to point that out you look at y'all being messy about to fight all kinds of shit going on and the ringleader of the mess according to y'all is nowhere to be found mm. meanwhile
1: yeah at the Where ranch,
0: is minding her yeah. motherfucking business
1: CC, nowhere to be found and y'all hoes still got the most bullshit going on what is up mm. what is mm-hmm. what is really up what is going on?
0: Y'all doing this him and a horn to to OG talking about CC manipulating her, but meanwhile look at who manipulating the miss. Mm.
1: I'ma let Curtis get to it because I have formulated a theory on OG that I can't wait to get off my chest. Um, but for, I am I the only one that had an issue with them complaining about the media being there? And I taking thought
0: that pitches?
1: would be an
0: extra.
2: Yeah. I I yeah.
3: I agree. I thought they were like maybe
2: being caught off guard. Okay, but all of that extra and and like it was just such an annoyance and everything. And acting
1: like acting like the event didn't have a good cause because the the media was there to cover it. Isn't that what most people want for those type of events? Is to get it out there, get whatever foundation the proceeds are going to out there to show people if they want to donate, go to this site. I was really confused about these attention-starved bitches who are making a career for themselves on reality TV complaining about the press being at an event and then called them the paparazzi. Sweetie, that's not the paparazzi. You weren't ambushed. You were literally at an event that had press coverage and asked to take a fucking picture.
2: Yep.
0: Yeah, I what was the with big you. idea? They were doing the fucking most. Like, girl, the reason we know even know who you motherfuckers is, is because of the press. What the fuck are you even yeah, talking about?
2: I didn't like the insinuation as if the only reason you got invited is because you would have been some notable people for the quote unquote paparazzi to ambush. Like,
1: the- literally, the most famous person on the show was not at the event. Nope. Shawnee O'Neal was not there. None of you other bitches are that notable. Like, I'm trying not to be funny. Like, even with Malaysia, Gennaro Parga was not no superstar in the NBA.
2: (laughs) At all. I was about to say, the the next notable, most notable person wasn't there either. Tammy Roman wasn't anywhere to be found.
1: Yeah, Tammy Mm. Roman wasn't there she got the next most famous uh ex-husband in kenny anderson
2: and has made and, waves of her own with correct the comedy shit
1: yeah the even comedy if she's not shit, that the, good at it the bonnet shit the bonnet chronicles the bonnets or whatever the case that that's a thing again y'all are not key figures uh then up next will be evelyn and girl are you mm, and this is no I'm not body I'm not sex shaming or anything like that. But you literally have fucked with so many different athletes that I don't even remember who you was fucking in the NBA. Well You well. are you you're most you are infamous for the situation with Chad Johnson and then securing a bag and having a baby with the baseball player. But we don't remember your basketball roots for you to carry on like that. And you were never a basketball wife, sweetheart. Y'all, you never married that man. When he got broke, so did y'all engagement. Mm. Kristen, Thomas never played in the NBA.
2: We can so, tell y'all ain't got no money. I was going to say. Y'all living on the same level as we are.
3: Okay.
1: Maybe a little bit down. Uh, well, mm. Well,
3: mm.
1: But I mean, <laughs> y'all did the most, and I, that's just my take on it. And I'm glad that my friends agree.
2: Yeah, did the absolute most. So Kwame is home, and OG yeah. vows to try to help him get into the league. And I'm just like, okay, it. I, mm. And they're like, oh, it's just a lot of politics, and da 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 da. It doesn't sound like Kwame has the talent?
0: Yeah, sound, it don't sound like politics. It sounds it just, like he's just not it just
1: good. don't. I was just about to oh, say. he's not good enough. He, yeah, he's not good enough. He obviously has some form of skills. He, I, I, He's good enough to play overseas and have some financial security. If, you, if the league not calling, just take your ass back to China.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And OG know. if you want to be a wife so bad take your ass to China with him
1: you about to retire so what does it matter he don't need to be in the league here y'all could go live live long and eat rice and sushi across the, the pond you don't have to be here well and-
2: maybe she can well because mm. you know they scared of Godzilla over there so <laughs>
1: Like to say when a wild. <laughs> <laughs> Curtis, <laughs> oh man, never
3: change.
1: It's, it. it's just the thing. <laughs> I just don't understand it. Like, what are we know? If you watch any basketball, you know the probability of somebody playing overseas and then being drafted into the nba Mm -hmm. it doesn't happen very often most ain't loving
2: basketball beloved
1: this ain't loving basketball most times the reverse happens somebody was in the nba they don't get picked up by a team here and they end up going overseas and playing and making decent money and and being okay i don't understand what this is that y'all got going but it's unrealistic It's just not going to happen, honey. I don't care how much lingerie you put on at 1 p.m. to sit down (laughs) and talk about his trip from China. Let me tell you something, bitch. I've been waiting to get to this, and y'all about to call me all types of pieces of shit, but I'm okay with that. Bitch, if you ever in your life put on that much lingerie not to go suck somebody's dick, we're (laughs) going (laughs) to (laughs) fight. We is really 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 going to have it out cuz I'm not Phoebe. You cannot do shit to me with your bare hands. I will beat you the fuck up. But you didn't came, you didn't put on all this goddamn uh of Hollywood lingerie and sat at that motherfucking table to eat some mangoes. Bitch, I will bust you in your nose. For real. <laughs> because I really thought y'all was finna get to the action. He came in the door, you twisting and turning. He looking all crazy, and you motherfuckers then sat there and talk about him having to sit in the middle seat on the fucking plane. Fuck y'all. Okay, bitch, you ugly, but from the neck down, you do got some work. I just knew you was finna go get your back blued out. You but was you finna sat go there. Do some work. I she sat down and ate a bowl of strawberries. Fuck you. Y'all wasted everybody goddamn time. That was a scene we did not care about. Mm. I thought I thought this was one of them little quick scenes, you know, where they show it and then go right back to commercial. Imagine my surprise when that wasn't the case and you sitting there in full fuck me attire not getting fucked. Girl, don't play in my face like that. <laughs> I ain't never care for no shit like that. Not ever. Bitch, you could have did all of that in your uh, sweats.
0: Yeah. Well
1: a waste. I can't disagree. Also, call me ugly. Thank you so much.
0: Yeah. yeah. One more thing I, I want to say is that OG is not as great of a woman and wife or will wanna be wife as she thinks because if she did the research, she would know that shit. Some players make way more overseas and have better success overseas than they do struggling to try to get in the NBA. So yeah. You 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 ain't the, the 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 girlfriend or wife that you think you are, OG.
1: She said, "Now that I'm retired, I could put my energy into thinking about planning a wedding if we get engaged." What?
0: If, if we get
3: engaged.
1: And Kwame whole face dropped like, "Here, this bitch go again." With <laughs> 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 uh,
0: look, that his face was just one long sigh.
3: Mm, mm, mm.
2: They look. Mm. Come on with it, Curtis. Come on. Listen, Kwame look like the predator, and OG mm. look like the alien. <laughs> That's it. That's the tweet. That's the tweet.
3: Mm. No lies to th-
2: And right now, your mind is really picturing those two comparisons. To assess the accuracy, and I'm here to let you know that it is quite accurate.
0: We're here to stand in truth and transparency.
2: That they are ugly. Mm. Ugly individuals and a couple. Damn, that's a damn (laughs) shit. Don't (laughs) babies don't stand (laughs) a (laughs) chance.
0: Holy
3: shit.
2: Come on, recessive genes! It is your time to shine. Mm. <laughs> Form mm. of some type of looks for these children. We are yet praying.
3: Mm. Mm. Be
2: that fist when your parents look like. No, a we fist. hope they don't come out looking like fists.
0: Mm.
2: Cause your parents already do. Yeah. <laughs> God damn! You want to talk mm. about some shit Fenster made them? Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Mm. you know what let me just I don't get along with my mom but I'm so glad my mom not
3: <laughs> 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 Ooh,
2: <Listen>. thank you <laughs> Jesus Buddha whoever the fuck <laughs> for not giving me, me an ugly mom <laughs> you have to thank Ooh. all the deities <laughs> yes yes indeed that is mm. Mm. I'm praying for the children if they ever make it here, because it don't seem like Kwame is in, interested in any form or fashion. Um, Real quick, we see Shani is making progress on her dispensary, which I just I just love seeing this. Like, honestly, Shawnee's business ventures has been the most interesting part of Basketball Wives this season. For me, anyway. Like, the mess has been OK, but. I'm just. I'm loving seeing a black woman do the things that Shawnee O'Neal is doing. And I'm glad that she is allowing that to be shown a little bit on the show to kind of balance all of the shit, especially since Jackie Christie has clearly lost her mind. The little of it that she found, I guess. Mm-hmm. Jackie Christie must have the best pussy in the universe, because I just what compels Duck to stay?
1: Mm. She must it? be. He must be. Able and to she don't stick suck dick. dick. You know, she a lie. He probably be sticking his I'm dick in the this. folds I'm of her neck.
0: Say, she stretched that neck like she stretched. She stretched. <laughs> Damn, I just had it. You
1: can't even so get so that.
0: Dry. Yeah, I had it. You, you can't even fuck. get that bullshit go dark dark out. It's
1: so terrible. I was going to go yeah. to a
2: dark place. Never mind. This Carry is on. a dark place. Look at them. Look at Jackie. I, fam. Mm. mm, mm yeah. Well, shout out to you, Shawnee O'Neal. I'm sure your dispensary will be lovely and probably overpriced. Um <laughs> <so just laughs> Ain't nobody
1: finna buy that bullshit, bitch. No. That, just that was a polite. They buy it. It's not it. gonna
2: be me, but they, it you, won't, it won't be me. You build it, mean. they will come, but it probably won't be me. If I'm ever in LA, I might stop in But when you talk about window shopping, that will be my middle name. Moving on. Jackie goes back to therapy. Girl, I don't care about none of that. Um, OG and Kwame meet up with Byron and CC to go to a horse sanctuary, which I thought was hilarious because everybody went ready to ride horses. And they were like, no, you're just going to play in their shit and and tell them that they're pretty. They're retired. (laughs) I was like, look at OG having a family reunion. Indeed. Um, They talk about Kwame's future and Byron agrees to kind of help Kwame with some connections. But again, knowing the right people is only going to go so far if you don't have the desired level of skill to achieve what it is that you're trying to achieve. Yeah. But you know what, Kwame? You'll never know if you don't try.
1: Also, I wanted to say that um, it looks like OG's motives are being exposed, uh, and so I low key to me it seemed like she forged a relationship with Cece uh, with purpose. Oh, you know, it what? wasn't because she thinks point. she's a nice, she's a mm. nice person or she's bubbly. Uh, they wanted probably wanted to get next to Byron Scott because mm. uh, whether he's coaching or not. Uh, He still, you know, played with the Lakers when they were a super great team. He's got rings. He's coached. uh, He knows the people that Kwame wishes he knew. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I'm not at all shocked now that she chose to forge a friendship with CeCe. And I'm also not shocked that she opted to maintain that friendship even after Kristen tried to throw a monkey wrench in it. So I feel like no matter what, she found out Cece said about her, they would have remained friends regardless because they want access to Byron Scott's connections.
2: Excellent analysis, friend. Expert. I could not have said it better myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Her mind, our friend, we stand. Indeed. So a story comes out about Jackie Christie getting beat.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, listen. <laughs> on set and suffering a concussion <laughs> i screamed laughing i ain't gonna hold it. I laugh my ass off. and the only thing that I, I thought when i when that part came up was like what the great jackie christie who will threaten to kill and beat everybody ass at a moment's notice mm. got a concussion i thought you had them hands mama
0: okay wasn't it not too long ago when you was th- saying that you would choke and kill evelyn but you got beat the fuck up not jackie mm.
2: Not Jackie. Hell, it was what just last
1: week or hey, a week before you, you was threatening? Not, not Jackie like that is fucking hilarious. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> mm. Listen, I, I I just
0: had questions, friend.
2: Jackie of the Christie. Mm. So put a pin in that. We'll come back to that. Evelyn has uh, a single mom event, and Jackie shows up. Phoebe walks away. That was pretty much all that. Really mattered on there. Phoebe, you know, calls herself being the bigger person, or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Even More though the smaller coward. Yeah, well, because my thing with that is, okay, you don't want to mess up somebody's event respect, but you won't stop talking. You won't stop talking. You won't stop adding fuel to the fire. So, you are a coward.
0: Because wasn't she she talking shit before Jackie pulled up?
2: Yes. She don't ever not be talking shit about somebody. Mm -hmm. Every time we see Phoebe on the screen, she talking shit about somebody. Mm -hmm. Literally every time. And not once have you stood up and backed all of that mouth up. Because at least the other bitches will be like, yeah, I said the shit. Well, not Jen. But uh, (laughs) 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 the rest of them will stand up and be like, yeah, I said that shit and what? And and I got some more to say. Hell, we was just seeing last week when um Evelyn met up with Chad uh, Johnson's daughter, that shit that Tammy said. And that was some wild shit to say. Yeah. Real wild.
0: Candace, didn't you drag the shit out of Tammy for that? Or did we all do it? Or was it
1: just you specifically? It was, I don't know. You know, I'm always dragging that bitch.
2: Mm-hmm. She got mm. dragged. That's all that matters. Yeah. Whether it was a solo or a trio. Mm. Who the Beyonce now?
3: Mm-hmm. mm Hmm.
2: <laughs> so they asked Jackie if she leaked the story and VH1 shadily shows beautiful being beautiful being footage of Jackie telling OG that she got hit in the head remembering she was trying to say oh malaysia uh aunt was trying to jump me with her cousin like she was just making up all kinds of shit that didn't happen and it was one of them that was like oh girl you you got a concussion like are you okay then magically it's in the blogs or wherever it came out jackie Christie got beat up on set and she got a concussion but she denied it and she's like i can't believe you would even ask me that and Cause you
1: said it bitch and you you sold it to the blogs if jackie christie think for one goddamn second that she think that we don't know that she sent that fucking story in when the story describes the situation exactly how she described it when they rolled that bean footage back girl
2: mm-hmm. who you think you fooling because it ain't
1: playing somebody else's fucking face but we smack yours off
0: Hmm. <laughs> them rings. Yep. And she, and she made it so God obvious. got hands
1: will slap.
2: Well, <laughs> well, That sounds like merch. Um. Okay. <laughs> oh yes, I'm on your neck today.
1: <laughs>
2: uh. So.
1: Well, I can picture it though. We're gonna talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's gonna be going up soon. Yeah. That's gonna come mm. to
2: fruition. Mm. <laughs> So, Malaysia talks to Shani about Jackie at uh, her skincare line event that Malaysia is having. You know, they have to inform Shani about everything that's going on. And Malaysia is just like, I don't know what's going on with her. Like, what the fuck? Like, I can't believe she is doing the things that she's doing. Uh, I mean.
1: Performing. It was just, there was no reason for Malaysia to
2: be in this episode. So, they just threw her a bone, I guess. Because. I didn't understand the purpose of this conversation or showing it anyway.
1: I don't understand the confusion behind Jackie behavior that too. this is the same Jackie Christie that has been showing up on this show season after season. Nothing has changed about her. I don't nope. care how many sessions she had recorded for the show because that bitch ain't in nobody's therapy when them cameras not rolling. Nope.
0: Nope this whole therapy thing, this whole air quote rebrand Jackie get up in therapy, she's doing better all this shit has been performance and an act mm-hmm. because even when you quote unquote doing better you can't help but stay your ass out stay your ass and miss Jackie so have you really changed? No you think you fooling people you think you you think them neck rings are blinding but they not bitch and we have
1: bling bling <laughs> <laughs>
2: every time them necks tingling
1: <laughs> bitch you should be dazzle your neck and just turn it into something a little less ugly
0: mm-hmm. she gonna be doing a whole hell of do, a lot
2: she ain't gonna do nothing but look like a disco ball if she do that
0: <laughs> mm. Mm.
1: Well, it's better than her neck looking like a flashlight now well, damn. No, no, never mind. I'm sorry no. I said that. Damn. Mm.
2: Oh, is that what it is, Doug? Let me know. Like, I'm just real curious. Uh,
1: is that your kink, Doug?
0: Neck, neck flesh. Mm. Uh-uh.
1: Listen, he like it's the most <laughs> succulent meat. <laughs> <laughs> Curtis, please stop talking. <laughs> 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 If you think I'm going down on this motherfucker by myself today, you are sadly mistaken. Oh,
3: man. Oh,
2: man. So we have proof now that Jackie Christie is a liar, a bozo, a manipulator, and an all-around shitty person. Because Evelyn tricks her (laughs) into doing a polygraph test which I, had me let that, me tell y'all me something there. hold on let me tell you something everybody that is on this show and in the group chat gucciana i'm talking to you right now if you ever invite me somewhere and it's a secret <laughs> a polygraph test, <laughs> i'm beating I'll your, beat your head. Motherfucking ass we
1: fighting for real i don't say i will sue let you. me tell you something and <laughs> hey, this whatever bitch George not got, having this bitch not having enough wearing thought to be like, girl, you got me full circle, fucked up, suck my dick, bye, Especially and walking when she out because ain't no lying. way. <laughs> but like you know, you did that, yeah. And so she
2: agrees to it for whatever reason, like Candace said, you know, determined to prove her innocence and that she did not leak the story. The man sits there and asks her all these questions, and the results showed. Signs of deception when it came around to whether or not she leaked the information and leaked the story, sent the story to the media. She starts performing, crying. Evelyn hugs her, all that shit. She takes the test again. Same exact results. The, the signs of deception. That's a good song title. I'm going to write that. Rings of deception, if you will. The bitch of deception. Because Jackie, I don't understand why you, I don't understand why you did any of this. What was the purpose of leaking this story to the, or sending this story to the press? What was it going to gain? What was, what was the intent behind it? Because all it did was make you look stupid and then you don't hear <coughs> lying about it. And imagine being so stupid that you literally agreed to take a polygraph test after you have sat up here and lied about some shit,
0: only for it to prove that indeed you have been lying about shit. Like, what? What? Listen, I feel like that uh, that uh, that gift of Carter. What was the reason?
2: That's how you know Jackie Christie is a real psychopath because she really thought if she she really thought she could beat the polygraph test. That's why she sat there and she did that, cause you saw how she was trying to concentrate. Like, oh, you know, I'm so calm; it's not gonna be able to pick up. That
0: that test said, "Ah, ah.
2: listen, cause the mountains in that that graph was mighty high."
3: Mm-hmm. Signs of like deception. This
2: bitch. I was like, "You are crazy as hell to get on there and do that." But that was pretty much the end of the episode. Eleven episodes in I don't think we should have too much longer with basketball wives either, huh? They don't usually go up to like what fourteen? Yeah, like fourteen or something something like that. Yeah. They don't they don't run forever. Yeah, and they don't need to because it's you know this it's a sprint, not a marathon, okay? I'm getting winded. <laughs> tired of seeing it. the same shit, tired of seeing Evelyn be a bitch, tired of see, I'm let's let's wrap it up, ladies. Speaking of the ladies <laughs> Mm. So let's shift over to Potomac. This is season four, episode 16, Trouble in Paradise. So we start off seeing the tail end of the confrontation between Ashley and uh, Katie Rost. And Karen stands up for Katie, you know, from Ashley's attacks. And they're basically trying to say, oh, you know, she's going through a lot. She's hurting, you know, with her kids custody battle and all that kind of stuff. And I get that, you know, hurt people hurt people when when people are going through things, they lash out sometimes. My issue is that Katie was not owning up to the fact that she did the shit.
0: Yep. I literally the same thing I said last week. I reiterate right here. I don't give one motherfucking shit that Katie was talking shit about Ashley and Michael. My only issue with Katie is stand up in that shit. That's literally my only issue
2: stand up in it, especially if you're going to say the reason why I've been acting the way I've been acting is because the custody battle is really taking a toll on me. If that's the case, then that means you said what you said and you did what you did with intention. So own up to it. Yes, I said that I'm going through a rough time. I'm sorry. I should not have done that. I'll do better next time trying to redirect my anger and whatever else I'm feeling at the time. And it wasn't the first time that you was talking shit about Ashley. And it wasn't the first time you was talking shit about somebody that way.
1: No, it wasn't. Listen. I don't. She had me as a fan until she turned into a coward. Yeah. When she was talking that shit about Ashley, it was all valid. Yeah. Valid criticisms, Mm -hmm. valid critiques, and everything else. Mm -hmm. When called out about it, you balled up. And, mm-hmm. and and lost your shit and that's when I was like I ain't got nothing for you Katie because mm-hmm. I would have been like yeah it's true and we all think your husband is gay we all believe your husband assaulted that person we all believe you're a bozo for acting like it did not happen
3: mm-hmm.
1: all the girls feel this way mm-hmm. we literally all feel this way Robin Giselle, Karen Candace, Monique might be the only one that doesn't the rest of the girls feel the same exact way Ashley feel. I mean, um, Katie feel. Katie had a point when she was like, everybody just said the same shit I said. And then you coward when she mm-hmm. brought up your kids. Mm-hmm. See, a real bitch would have pulled uh, Evelyn and jumped across that table on Ashley. But Katie, you scary. Because mm-hmm. that bitch, something would have gotten thrown. Either hands, a drink my feet something i would have laid hands and feet on ashley she would not have gotten away with that um and instead of you owning up to it now you sick and don't feel good and you're not eating and and, uh girl yeah you're not cut out for the show i might i see why you didn't make it to the reunion you Mm. too pussy
3: Mm.
1: you pussy i ain't got nothing for you
2: but got mad shit to say on instagram if i'm not mistaken
1: yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely
2: Has had mad shit to say for hella long. But when the opportunity is in your face, what do you do? You cower. Mm -hmm.
0: Go full Phoebe.
2: Well, I wouldn't say that because Phoebe had a little bit of spunk towards Jackie Christie. And I don't know if that's mistakenly feeling like just because Jackie Christie is older than her, that she can fight her and win. I wouldn't be upset if I, if we got to see Jackie Christie body slam Phoebe, but anyway, you know, we're in Potomac speaking of body slams, Ashley, she honestly deserves one, but you know, like you said, Katie's not going to do nothing. And as Jeremy has pointed out there or I don't know if Jeremy pointed it out, but they definitely pointed it out on the show, how they're trying to do this rebranding and, and make it seem like Ashley is so compassionate. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said it earlier. Okay. Yeah. That's where I saw it. And, um, who's falling for this? Cause it ain't us. The for goddamn for God show sure ain't me. It ain't us. It ain't, it ain't us. Cause at every opportunity when Ashley has a chance, she lashes out with purpose and, and intent. And has for 84 goddamn years. And nothing has ever stopped her from that. And from the preview, it looked like she get into it with Karen again. So where's all this change that y'all keep toting around that y'all are doing? Where right. is it, Effie? Mm-hmm.
0: Effie, we all got pain. It seemed like you're still inflicting the side. Okay. Pain, so what is true? From
2: what I can see, it seemed like you're still the fat-ass, loud, Effie that you always been. Mm-mm. You know what? That, uh, mm.
0: Well, I mean, we don't say it enough, so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry, Effie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Effie, you didn't deserve
3: <laughs>
2: My bad dream girl.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my bad dream girl is fucking hilarious. Mm. Um... <laughs>
2: Giselle hmm. does does, does she do anything
0: but else besides start? No,
2: no. (laughs) God, somehow she makes this whole thing about her and Karen and starts on the anti Karen train again. And I've never seen a quote unquote friend be so upset that they don't know every detail about their friend's actual business and not, and I mean, personal and otherwise, like are you that butthurt that Karen is not literally sending you an itinerary about let
1: imagine no listen, imagine our friends being pissed off that they don't know the detail by detail step by step going on of flawless noises imagine i can imagine getting cannot. that type of. Um, listen. <laughs> Imagine getting that type of backlash when we was trying to get the network started up from people that claim to be a friend. Absolutely not.
3: Mm-mm. Listen,
2: that would have been that the was, end of that.
0: That's Giselle, listen, that's because Giselle ain't no friend. She just wants some. She just wants. She wants every bit of Karen's information so she can turn around
2: and use that information yep. to shade and drag her. Because she she messy. She lonely. And she don't have shit going for herself worthwhile. Like, I'm not saying that Giselle don't have things going on, but they clearly are not things that she give a hot fuck about because it's not fulfilling her. It's Mm. not stopping her from being a messy piece of bitch. Mm. Shit. So it's like you need to look within, beloved, because Karen, for all of her issues and faults, is doing exactly what it is that she wants to be doing right now and doing it the way she wants to be doing it. Giselle can't say the same thing. And Karen is living the life that Giselle wants to be living, if we're going to be honest. Mm. Because while Karen makes questionable wig choices, she got the money to make them. Mm. Not everybody can say that, Senora Piti Cruza. Curtis. I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. There was no Hispanic element to that at all. I don't know. Where that came
0: from (laughs) you you know what? You just gonna do that and look at that just how you will. Go here, friend. (laughs) Don't give up
3: on me. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Why has thou forsaken (laughs) me?
1: (laughs) Remember me different. (laughs) Curtis. When the racism seeps from one person's skin (laughs) to the next. Racism osmosis. God damn.
2: (laughs) Damn, that's fucked up. My bad, y'all. When the the racism and the vape hit at the same time. (laughs) I'm going to edit that
3: out. (laughs) (laughs) Snip, snip.
2: (laughs) Oh, man. So, uh, we move on katie and ashley they make up at the stingray outing which still confuses me because everything is flipped and yeah katie is going through things but again the reason why ashley was upset is because katie was talking shit and not owning up to it she never truly owned up to yeah i said that shit because i just wanted to say it and so for y'all to be like well i apologize to you and i apologize okay whatever it's not going to last because Ashley does not know how to be a decent person.
0: I'll so you, it's
2: Ashley. Right. They're going to be at odds again very mm-hmm. soon. Mm-hmm. So then Candace and Ashley get into it again because, again, the ringleader of the mess, Giselle, started shit amongst the group. Like everything the- was going fine. And here goes Giselle. Well, y'all two need to make up. Why are you. Why? Why oh do y'all when, do that? <laughs> when, and it's
0: always Giselle. Whenever whenever the things... Even if it's already rocky. As long as they ain't, people ain't going back and forth and arguing, shit is peaceful. Here comes Giselle. Well, don't y'all two have well, a bone to pick?
1: When you can't keep a man and your kids hate you.
3: Mm, <laughs> and shout
1: out
2: to Twitter. The sect of black Twitter that's been dragging Giselle <laughs> ever since. Uh, apparently she got... Spotted with her ex-husband Jamal Bryant, like at a at at a game or something like that.
0: Yeah, I seen that. Yeah, and they've been
2: dragging her ever since. Like, (laughs) girl, you got your fucking nerve. Mm. But like I said before, like when you don't have when you don't have the things in your life that you truly want, this is what it looks like. This is how it manifests. And imagine imagine looking the way that Giselle looks having the access and opportunity and connections that Giselle has and still being unhappy and choosing to be a bozo. I mean, mm. I don't know if the bozo is a choice, but I don't mm. know. You hate to see it. You hate to see it anyway. So like Candace said, Katie been feeling bad physically all of day too. Robert asked her if she might be pregnant. She's like, I don't know. And they went down the. they had the whole rundown. They're like, y'all don't use, you use condoms? Nope. Do you have like any kind of IUD or anything? Nope. Any type of birth control at all? Nope. Pull out? <laughs> nope.
0: Now shit. I was like, Katie, you up here sounding like horny house Twitter. What the fuck is going on, beloved? What do you niggas do?
2: Listen, Katie said it's full Brazzlers in my house. I was like, okay. damn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ah damn. Mm. Well, good luck with that, Katie. I, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, mm.
0: Good luck. That's all I got. I
2: ain't got nothing mm-hmm. else. Cause oof. I don't know. Like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be rude. I'm just going to say Katie is a mess and that's going to be difficult if she is pregnant. And that's all I'm going to say.
0: That's all that's needed. Cause Katie
2: is a mess. That's it. That's the tweet. Yeah yep so we move forward to dinner and what i had been salivating at the mouth for turned out to be meh robin brings Listen. up the open house drama after giselle says everyone needs to own up to their shit and giselle apologizes and i was just like hmm. i, didn't I want mean this. to be I want fair, to right to be fair was this a healthy and mature discourse and resolution yes is that why I watch this show? No, <laughs> <laughs> right. And especially with these, especially because it's Giselle
0: involved, and these two. These I two to in particular, right? I wanted to see freaking frat dissolve. I wanted to see mess, chaos, drama. I didn't want this, this, this healthy shit. Listen,
2: although low key, I feel like Giselle did that because she knows she can't afford to lose her right hand woman, mm. and so that Trumble. manipulative spirit is like yeah I apologize yeah sure what you're saying is valid sidekick you mm-hmm. are just as important and vital to this team as I am sure sidekick mm-hmm. yeah I don't know that's what it gave me because Giselle is such a bitch that I, I just can't give you the benefit of the doubt anymore yeah I refuse mm-hmm. you're not gonna sit up and have me looking the fuck stupid mm Hmm. Mm. so then they ask about robin and one and they start asking oh y'all gonna get married and xyz and robin is like uh slow down <laughs> like i'm not trying to do all that because he talking about wanting another baby and i'm not trying to have another baby and i i know that they're trying to work things out i just cannot imagine being in the position that they're in with The history that they have like it just blows my mind that this is your ex-husband who moved out and moved back in y'all sleep in the same bed y'all having sex y'all can't decide if y'all want to be together or not he telling people he want to marry you again everybody know he want to have a little girl you don't want to have no more kids like all of this is a fucking mess for y'all to be sharing a bed and and be in this position be so off kilter it just confuses me the sex must be outstanding
0: got to because this is definitely well
2: because
0: i just
3: don't
0: codependency maybe i don't know
2: yeah
0: that codependency sex hit different i guess i guess so
2: I guess the codependency is like sprinkling a little parsley on the sex. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Parsley
0: Mm. pussy, if you will. Uh. Mm
2: Ugh. It don't add no flavor. No. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) That's what the cook say. Chef Twitter said parsley don't add no flavor profile when you when you garnish with it. Let's move on because I just had extreme shade on it. Let's move on. Oh, okay. Sorry. So, um, Ashley and Candace, they agreed to meet up one-on-one and try to work out their issues. So they do yoga on the beach the next morning. Candace was not here for it. That was kind of funny to me, but yeah, but anyway, Ashley gives her some advice regarding Chris's cookbook, um, the night before at the table still. Um, and I thought that that was Did you I'm, think it was I'm the, talking the about I'm talking about Ashley Darby, y'all. The, yeah, giving another woman advice in regards to business and her husband, mm. Ashley Darby.
3: The, uh, and y'all can and rewind it, the beautiful
2: bean footage on all of the shit going on with her. And I think Karen said it in her confessional. Yeah, like, I was going to say, still yeah, Karen said it in her confessional. Like, wasn't weren't you just, like, going through the ringer with your prenup?
0: And they rolled the bean footage back. So it's like.
2: You may Actually, not be the best candidate for this, but I think it was, like, a lame attempt at having something that she could talk to her about. Because mm-hmm. outside of that, what else would they talk about? They don't have anything in common. They at don't all. like each other. <laughs>
1: Also, this is the one time I kind of agree with the way that Candace handled the situation because, no, this is not the thing to give financial advice on. That is her husband. That's Chris's cookbook. Yep. yep. Those are his recipes. That is his project, his baby. She has not had a hand in it. Why would you think that she should be entitled to any? proceeds from it i mean they married so that money is coming to the marriage regardless and she'll see it but no there was no reason for her to try to attach herself to that and like she said this is his success his thing he deserves to have that but Mm -hmm. when you a bitch like ashley who really doesn't do nothing but become a trophy wife Mm. hey
2: Mm. you you desperate to have your name on something at that point
1: yeah absolutely
2: expert analysis Mm, mm, mm. because you still we know it's coming but you still ain't had that baby that is gonna solidify your future in case shit goes sideways with this gay ass white man Mm. you know what i'm not gonna bisexual at best yeah maybe he likes pussy
0: maybe at at best bisexual at worst actually is his
2: beard Mm mm-hmm which I mean, having a beard is as old as time, but he is a
1: Y'all not good at it. You know, well, not like. only
2: that, but he's he's a sexual assaulter, so it's like Right. It hit different. Sorry, beloved. But that's just the truth of it. Um, they go check on Katie, who is in her room at night fully dressed. And they mentioned it, but they didn't seem to have any like why didn't y'all ask her why she was fully dressed if she was in there resting? Like obviously something is going on with Katie and y'all picked an interesting time to drop the ball. Like kudos to y'all for going to check on her. But that was like, let's say for the live show, we in Atlanta and Candace say she's not feeling good. And she go off. I go knock on her door to check, to check on her. And she fully dressed with a jacket on at nine, nine PM. And I'm like, well, everything seems okay. I sound the fuck stupid. If that's my friend and I'm genuinely checking on her to to make sure she's okay. Yeah.
0: Well, one, we know these women ain't really friends and they don't like each other. And two, we also know that they both bozos.
2: So yeah. With very little, if any, emotional intelligence. Yeah. But Candace, yeah. And, Candace and Karen definitely dropped the ball on that one. That's all I can mm-hmm. say on that. Um, But like I said before, Candace and Ashley meet and they do yoga on the beach. They talk, you know, out their issue and find some common ground, which again, with the rebranding that Ashley is trying to do. Like, I'm not surprised that it was during yoga when she's like in her element and Candace had to meet her where she was, basically, because she had the home court advantage, for lack of a better term. Like, we in nature, we doing yoga, we on these mats. Welcome to mm. my realm. And Ashley, you know, I'm not Ashley, sorry. Uh, Candice, you know, what What was she going to do? In the interest of not keeping this shit going and practicing what you've been preaching about being a better bitch. You're going to sit there and you're going to work the shit out. So they work it out. We'll see how long it lasts. Because, again, this is Ashley and then giselle pops up katie has disappeared and it was kind of a cliffhanger from there you know giselle says she went to go check on katie her door was open her stuff is gone but she didn't check out like she checked at the front desk they said that you know she hadn't checked out which you don't really have to check out i guess but you know she tried and we don't know where katie has gone And in the preview, we see Ashley and Karen getting into it again about the allegations against Michael. And Karen is basically like, your husband ain't shit. I don't believe none of that shit. He did that shit. Guilty as fuck. Go to jail. And and
0: same. (laughs) Same.
2: Yeah. And I don't disagree. Now, I'm Mm -hmm. curious to see how this comes about and why it came up. Because it seems like as a group, they've kind of moved on. And again, we're deep into the season where the season is about to end. So for it to resurface is interesting to me. But I'm curious to see how it came about. Why did it come about? How did this happen? And then what happens? Because Karen has been getting a little bit slick about the mouth. So she might actually give us a little something. We know Ashley can handle herself. Mm-hmm. in an argument yeah
1: it looked like it looked like karen get like drags the shit out of ashley though mm-hmm. and told her Mm-mm, i'm not katie back it up back it down oh. i don't care who you are oh you care because you stand right where you at
2: oops right
0: <laughs> come on listen a friend with
1: the expert analysis to Listen.
2: even in the preview she got it mm.
1: she listen, got it so i'm hope i'm really hoping that karen you know yanks ashley by that wig that she keep wearing in the uh green screen because enough is enough Ooh, that mm. shit is mm. awful mm. it had the audacity to be talking about katie wigs girl mm.
2: i mean there's a lot of room to talk but not too much not
1: not, too too not much. very much mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. well i think that's it we have covered all of these damn shows and given you a long show. We hope you enjoy it. Um, again, we will be announcing the winners of the giveaway on the next episode. So if you have been selected, you will be, ha- I will put out feelers on social media so that you can get in contact with us because obviously we're not gonna necessarily know who you are based on the whatever name you use to leave the reviews but that's coming looking forward to having those shirts sent out to our loyal listeners. Thank you for entering and doing all that stuff. Thank you to everybody that's sharing the show and bringing more people with you. Um I'm going to say keep the suggestions about other shows coming cuz you never know. Like we've we've given a lot of these shows a lot of grace just based on the history that we've covered them for so long but we're not above shaking stuff up and if there's something out there that's super trashy that you think that we might like i mean let us know oh and the other thing i put this on twitter but let us know where we can go find old episodes and seasons of hustle and and soul i'm interested in covering that on the show so and I looked on the website, the seasons are not as long as I, I was I was expecting. I was expecting three, like 18 episode seasons and it's not that way. So let us know where we can go find old episodes, if there's a place. Um, otherwise we may have to bootleg it. And
1: I think that's it. Anything else, guys?
2: Um, nah,
0: for some nah,
1: See y'all niggas next week. See y'all next week.
2: I had to stop myself because <laughs> Candy said "stay tuned," and I was about to say "bitch," but <laughs> I was like, maybe not call the snow. You,
1: you was about to get out there. <laughs>
2: the vape just
1: hit.
2: <laughs> Damn, that's fucked up. I was on some trash, and the vape hadn't. I hadn't even vaped yet.
3: Well,
0: your mind.
2: Did I say basketball? What
0: happened on Basketball Wives. Jackie, uh, Jackie man, that's it. That's the tweet. Mmm, that's crazy as hell. Yeah. Shit! Now that I think about it, she literally was the episode. Now that I think about
2: it. Oh, I'm sitting up here talking about what happened on the episode. Like I don't have notes, girl. Wait. Kwame and OG is an ugly couple. Cha. Mmm she want to be a step for wife so bad mm. them kids going to be so ugly mm. they definitely mm. ugly. mommy wow i'm an ugly child now damn <laughs> <Curtis>. mm.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> They. Mm. you're doing amazing friend. i mean i'm a hold out hope cuz like
3: i said sometimes ugly people make pretty babies